Welcome to another Inside Line podcast. You are listening to a show dedicated to discussing actual cases. Dr. Daniel Cameron has been treating adolescent and adults for more than 30 years. He feels that the best way to get to know Lyme disease is through reviewed actual cases. Please remember that the advice given is general and not intended as specific advice as to any particular patient. If you require specific advice, then please seek that advice from an experienced professional. Now, please welcome Dr. Daniel Cameron. Hello, my name is Dr. Daniel Cameron. Welcome to my next Inside Lyme podcast. I will be examining the evidence supporting hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin for COVID-19. You may be wondering why I'm discussing COVID-19 during an Inside Lyme podcast. I have concern for my children, grandchildren, and my patients. I want to share my understanding of COVID-19 through my eyes as a clinical epidemiologist. Now, COVID-19 is now a pandemic, and we need to find some safe and effective drug, and the most natural thing is to look for drugs that are already on the market that we're already familiar with. So researchers turned to hydroxychloroquine. These are drugs that are used to treat malaria. They're used prophylactically for treating malaria and for autoimmune diseases. The Lyme community might be familiar with the two drugs marketed under the name Plaquenil and Zithromax because they're used in Lyme disease patients. Both drugs have side effects. Hydroxychloroquine can lead to retinopathy, which is color blindness and loss of vision, and hydroxychloroquine can lead to long QT intervals, which can be measured on an EKG. So hydroxychloroquine has had some antiviral benefits in vitro, that is in the lab. Chloroquine has improved the outcome in a series of small studies in China by Gao and colleagues. Talked about this in the journal Bioscience Trends. They were able to show that in more than 100 patients, they could improve the outcome that were important to patients, including pneumonia, lung imaging studies, conversion of a positive viral test to a negative test, and shortening the disease course. But these findings were discussed with the state council in China. Unfortunately, these series of clinical trials did not appear to be published, so it's hard to comment on those results. Now, there's a French clinical trial that I'd like to discuss. In fact, two clinical trials by Gautret. And Gautret and colleagues published this French study looking at the benefits and risk of hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin in a treatment of COVID-19. They gave hydroxychloroquine 600 milligrams a day to 26 patients with COVID-19. Now, they weren't all the same. Two were without symptoms, 10 had upper respiratory infections, and six had lower tract respiratory infections. Lower tract respiratory infections are typically called pneumonia. The doctors prescribed azithromycin to six of these patients to prevent bacterial superinfection. So the authors actually showed some benefit. They were able to cut the viral load in a nasal swab when you treat it with hydroxychloroquine. They were also able to decrease the viral load in six COVID-19 patients when Zithromax was added. Now, only one of the patients treated with hydroxychloroquine was dropped due to a side effect, and that side effect was nausea. So the authors explain why they decided to share their findings early. They thought that for ethical reasons, because their 
first results were so significant and evident that they should share these findings with the medical community. Now, there were some flaws in this first French study by Gautret. They could have used controls from the same hospital with the same characteristics as the 26 treated patients. Instead, they enrolled 16 controls from other centers. The Gauntlet trial did not evaluate whether a reduction or elimination of the virus in the saliva would prevent outcomes that were important to patients. Would a reduction help reduce the chances of transfer to an intensive care unit or to death? In fact, four of the 26 patients treated with hydroxychloroquine did poorly. Three were transferred to an intensive care unit and one died. Gauntlet trial could not determine if the benefits seen for the six COVID-19 treated with azithromycin was from the antiviral effect or an antibiotic effect. Now, given all the criticism, there was a second French trial by the same authors. And this hasn't been published on PubMed, but it is available for review. In this study, they described 80 inpatients with COVID. In this case, they treated every patient with hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin. There was clinical improvement in all except an 86-year-old patient who died and one 74-year-old patient who's still in intensive care unit. Now, this isn't the end of research. In fact, this is the beginning. Researchers at the University of Minnesota are planning on a trial to see whether malaria treatment, hydroxychloroquine, can prevent or reduce the severity of the coronavirus in a NBC News piece. Now, there's several questions that come up based on this review. One, could cutting the COVID-19 viral load be helpful? Yes, according to Gauntret. Combination of hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin can reduce the duration of shedding, which can last for several weeks in the absence of specific treatment, and this will cut down the chance of transmission of the virus, according to the authors. Could hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin for individuals with COVID-19 be helpful? Yes, according to both Gauntlet trials. Hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin lowered the viral load, but more importantly, most of the COVID-19 patients improved clinically and were discharged. Could hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin prevent COVID-19 infection? Neither Gautrit trials assessed whether hydroxychloroquine with azithromycin would be effective for prophylaxis before the infection. The study only enrolled hospitalized patients already infected with the COVID-19 virus. So what now? For now, researchers and politicians are divided on whether to recommend hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin for the prevention and treatment of COVID-19. There's growing pressure on doctors to wait for the science, but doctors are dealing with patients who are sick now. Doctors would also like to have a drug that would allow them to prevent COVIDs. We don't know the answers. We're all making decisions that are tough as doctors. Stay tuned. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening to another Inside Lyme podcast, a show dedicated to discussing actual cases. Keep in mind, the notes for this episode and all episodes can be found on our website at danielcameronmd.com. Sign up for our newsletter to keep up with our cases. As always, it is your likes, comments, and shares that help spread the word about this podcast and our work. If you can, please leave a review on iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts. Until next time on Inside Lime.